0: You are now tuned in to the All Right Talk Show with me, your host, Shane Trainer, where we talk all things business, health, money, mindset, and everything in between. So crank up the volume, sit back and relax, and enjoy the show. Hi everybody, and welcome back to the All Right Talk Show. I have the absolute pleasure to welcome Jordan Gamble from Easy Estate Agency with me this week. Jordan, how are you doing, mate?
1: Living the dream, mate. Living the dream. I mean, who else would I want to talk to on a Friday night?
0: <laughs> yeah, it is Friday. It's six minutes past seven. So, yeah, I really appreciate you coming on at this time when we want to be relaxing with a, well, for me, a non-alcoholic beer at this time anyway. <laughs> uh, what, 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 what's, what's life gotten to? What are we doing? Emails and uh, what we've both said. Uh, podcast emails and bedtime.
1: That's, that's the one, mate. Podcast emails in bedtime and may, maybe gym, but I'll see how I feel when I drive past it later on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: that's a maybe, yeah. <laughs> Fair play. So, uh, yeah, for the listeners out there, give me like a um, sort of a 10,000 foot bird's eye overview of who you are and what it is that you do.
1: Yeah, so I'm Jordan. I'm based in the West Midlands. I run a few different property agencies and I'm also a property investor myself. So the, we run a local estate agency to the black country. This is called Easy Estate Agency. We focus on sales and lettings, sales and lettings, both commercial and residential. Yeah. We, I also run uh, the Clear Property Group. So there's Clear Property Sourcing, Clear Property Accommodations, which I run with a very close business partner and a good friend of mine uh, to help run these businesses. And we also do, uh, we have started to raise finance and we're looking to start purchasing more and more uh, Airbnb properties, blocks of apartments. And we are dabbling in different niches at the moment. So, um, yeah, I mean, we're con- I'm constantly doing something and it's always going to be property related mm. some way or another.
0: Yeah, fair play. And I've seen your work ethic over the past sort of, what, year and a half, maybe even two years that we've sort of seen each other make each other on socials. Um, mm. Yeah, so you'd obviously like spinning a lot of plates, juggling uh, a lot of things. Um, So sort of how are you finding that, like with the sort of balance of everything difficult?
1: Yeah, I mean, to start with, it was probably, it was a lot different. It was difficult to start with. It's not easy now, but it's come to a point where we, I've started to outsource a lot of things. And we've actually managed to create uh, what I like to call the circle. So a property will come into us now and there's multiple ways we can deal with it, whether it be through the on the market stuff via the estate agency, through clear property, for an investment broker inside, on auction or can I buy it myself? So it's come to a point now where Lee comes in. It's a systemized process of how it's put on the systems, how it's looked at, how it's analysed and how it's dealt with. So before it was kind of like, God, what do we do with this lead? Now it's like, right, well, this lead's in, how do we manage it? How do, I, how do I sort it out? And it's a lot systemized, a lot more easier to handle than it was before.
0: That's brilliant, actually. Yeah, it, it sounds like you can sort of keep things simple then if you've just got like four different ways to deal with that, with a property. You can like, make quick decisions just by having a look to see what it is. And then it goes into a certain category and you can deal with it there, essentially.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think we when we approach people now, it's we ask certain questions. We ask certain questions and the questions that give a uh, an outcome of probably what's the best answer for them, whether that be we'll broker it on, whether that be we'll put it on the market, whether it be I buy it creatively. Um, and it all comes from the first four questions we ask them or first few questions we ask them, should I say?
0: Yeah. So what would you say out of all of them would be... The most difficult that you're sort of running, or the most challenging, out of those uh, four scenarios.
1: Yeah, I, um, I imagine I auctions probably one the easy one. Would you say like because it's just one? Yeah, auctions auction. probably the easiest of them all. Yeah, mm-hmm. is really easy. It's, it's probably if if I'm going in the auction route, I know full well I've got a, a sweat-free exercise going to happen right now. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely it's that easy. I think with the other other businesses, they, they each have their weakness or part, which is really difficult. Um, but at the moment, the source inside of it, it seems to be very jam packed and busy with a lot, of, lot of things going on at once. But again, each company has its own thing that is very difficult. Mm. And it seems to be the, the biggest hill to climb in the world for each company.
0: Yeah yeah there's always going to be challenges isn't there really um in in any 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 aspect um to be fair um take us back a bit because obviously you've got a lot going on you've been in the property game for a a while now um what initially wanted to make you uh, make use yourself start your own business and you know get out the sort of see i know when we first met uh a few years back i know you were sort of in a full-time job engineering job and you were juggling starting up business doing business on the side like working all hours obviously which you you have to do that you have to give up that um free time in the evenings and the weekends is that sacrifice you have to make isn't it so like yeah like what made you want to do that essentially get
1: started in business yeah. well i think there's there's a saying I always heard is someone's born an entrepreneur and I I definitely wasn't that person to start with that because if I was I'd be selling sweets in school and I never did yeah so for me I I I did the normal route of it I went to college I went to do engineering I did the normal route and then I had six six seven months off work furlough and I was a hundred percent paid bear in mind so I felt famous this this was the best time of my life I was getting paid to sit there eat food and drink I mean what else could a man really want yeah so yeah. In that time, I figured out I'm a bit of a workaholic because I I got bored of twiddling my thumb, twiddling my fingers, did what to do. So I started investing in like stocks, crypto, that sort of thing. And I was like, "Oh, this is brilliant! I love this." But it's good for me when I'm sixty, not not now. So I then started looking into property investing, and I then come across a guy's Instagram bio, and it said deal sourcer in his bio, and I wanted to know what it was. And he just would not tell me. He just wouldn't tell what it was. And me being me, I was like, "I'm going to find out what that is." And I did. And I thought, "This is brilliant. I can build knowledge in property. I can build the business. I can, I can probably become someone by starting here with little capital." Um, And I've always wanted to be the guy in my family that brings my family from where it is now up Mm. to where it needs to be. And I think the work ethic and business is the way forward, really, to bring it out of the, the slums.
0: Brilliant. Yeah, no, I have no doubt, you know, you'll get to where you want to be. Like, you just, it's just consistency, and I can see the consistency of you all the time. So, no doubt in that. But, you know, just going to backtrack slightly, then we'll move forward, is uh, a, a yeah. guy that you messaged. Um, like, I mean, there's probably more context to him, but what a wanker. Like, why didn't tell you that? Like, oh, mate, yeah. Like, mate, oh, I, I can't I don't understand people that don't want to help other people, especially, like, the deal sources, like, almost... Well, it's common knowledge in in the property industry uh but i mean i just think that's a bit shit that is like like i'm, I'm a big advocate and um, you are as you are in your own networking event as well of like helping people as in where you can so for, for him to like not tell you what it is i think that's a bit swatty <laughs> to be honest
1: to be fair though i think <laughs> that twat has Done a lot of benefits. Yeah, it so made you go out there and, and his man me yeah, go, yeah. I'm gonna find out what this is. And yeah, if he didn't, yeah. I probably would have gone, oh, right okay. No
0: worries. Yeah, but that's but that's, that's you like, have that mentality. You, right? Yeah, you have that so him being like that gave you that spur to get to even that that could have been the spark to get to where you are now, like that little more extra that fuel. Yeah. I only had to need to meet more knobheads
1: like him because I get to know What's next? I'm not going to tell you that, but I'm going to find out one way or another. Yeah, yeah. We'll so if, if you're listening,
0: <laughs> folks, get uh, Jordan's Instagram handle at the end and call him a knobhead and I'll give him fuel. <laughs> <laughs>
1: cool. So, so um...
0: yeah. So what's, what's some of the biggest challenges you've faced in, in the, I mean, obviously, COVID aside, uh, in yeah. the past, like, like, 2022, like, obviously, 2022... Well, 2021 222, like the property industry, as you know, was absolutely bonkers, wasn't it? Like mid 2022, yeah, yeah. everything was inflated, in my opinion. Like, difficult to get deals. I'm not saying there weren't deals, there was definitely deals out there, but just super difficult to, to get them, in my opinion. Like, it yeah. took extra work. Well, for my that was yeah. my experience, anyway. What, what's yeah.
1: your thoughts? I think in the property industry, I think even in 2020, uh, God, the COVID season. When was that? Uh, yeah, when you said twenty about twenty twenty one time, it it what it was. It was difficult, but I utilized that time to learn. To be fair, because mm. things are so hard, I thought, well, now I can focus on getting my education right, speak to people, networking, finding out people who people are, what they do. I think for me, it's quite a difficult time. Like now, I think now is quite a difficult time as well because. You've got, you've still got people with the uncertainty of the market worried about where it's going. You've also got vendors with stupidly, stupidly high expectations, with the unmatched interest rates, which you know it, it's, it's, it's a nightmare. So when you find something, it's like, yeah, brilliant, and then it's like it doesn't work, it doesn't pass a stress test, or it doesn't work because of something else kicked in place. So I think now it's just difficult as it was before. I think during COVID it was difficult because of the competition. But now it's difficult because of economic reasons. So it, it's a bit of a it's a it's a bit of a roller coaster. I don't think there's actually an easier time in property. I think you get yeah you get your easier days, but I don't think there's actually an easier period. In all fairness,
0: yeah, it's interesting you should say that because um, obviously it's sort of you hear like people made their most money or bought the most amount of properties like in like recessions and stuff, and like we are yeah. in a recession now in technically with GDPR. Um, what is it goes down if it goes down what is it a certain percentage uh two quarters in a row to take the classes as a recession um but it's weird yeah because i've I've found that the the market has been different than it was six months ago in terms of there's a lot more deals to be had so only from like I'm hearing yeah. I'm hearing different things I mean, well to be fair I negotiated 10 grand off a my own personal property um a month ago and i didn't have to put much effort into that but that property i found out was on the market in september 2022 and then obviously in october these trusts opened their mouth interest rates uh went up and everything just sort of bombed a bit and i think i think that that property went back on the market uh well it went back on the market in january but i think it was to do with someone's finance just didn't pan out so I managed to get in there, right time, right place, negotiate extra off. So it was 2.30, got it for 2.05 um, in the end. But I think, it, yeah, I guess it depends, doesn't it really, um, on where you're looking, who you're speaking to. Um,
1: on... I think it's getting easier. I yeah. think things getting easier, to be fair, because um, I, th- I think now's a market for people that can know how to negotiate, that know how to do creative offers, and that know the non-standard route. I think if you if you're those type of people, mm. you will really do well in this market. Mm. But if you're someone that's not so clued up on creative offers or been able to negotiate, you're going to struggle. It's going to be a tough market.
0: And would you say you're a negoti- good negotiator, or sort of mediocre, or your shit? I
1: think <laughs> yeah. So I think it's what me and Kev kick in place. So yeah. I'm more of the creative mindset. So yeah. if a lead comes up, I look at it in a way that someone else probably wouldn't look at it. Mm. Uh, whether that be buying the business over buying the property or, or just doing things a bit differently. And then this is where Kev kicks in my business partner because he's a negotiator. He's his experiences in sales. So I can pan out a map in my head and plan it out, look all good on spreadsheets and then Kev can speak it out. Mm. And that's where me and him work well together.
0: Yeah. It's a brilliant duo actually. And uh, yeah, obviously Kev's, Kev's a cool guys. Uh, yeah. Mutual friend. Well, obviously your business partner. Um, yeah. I've, out with kev a few times a few networking events and i can actually yeah i can picture kev would be a good good closer and good negotiator but like i have seen some of your um I used, I used to watch some of your tiktok videos and facebook videos and you would put on sort of what you're doing and how you intend to like buy blocks of apartments and that sort of thing <laughs> um and it was like yeah it was quite quite creative that so yeah i can tell like it's it's a good dynamic isn't it um yeah. And and how do you find um, working with someone? Do you think you could do this on your own or do you think it's important or it's necessary to have um, a business partner or a team around you? What's your thoughts on that?
1: My personal opinion, I think it's better to work with someone um, it de- depending on what niche you're in. So for me, I like working with someone because not everyone has a good day all the time. Mm. So it tends to marry out that my bad days are, and my business partner's good days and, and vice versa. So we can then pick up the slack or however it's worked. And we've done it a lot of times. He looked at something and gone, this is really good. And I've gone, no, it's really not. And, and then gave him the, the backing of why it's not too good. And he's done the exact same for me. Went, why it's not good? And he'll give, give me a reason. So we, we constantly learn. I could have probably been a load of bad, uh, I don't know, investment opportunities or tangled with the wrong crowd, but Kev's gave a second eye or vice versa. Kev could have been in the, the different crowd, but I've gave a second eye and it's, kind of work well i think it works really well depending on what you're trying to do mm. personally if you've not got the same goals you've got no chance absolutely no chance
0: yes yeah, so you've got the same goals obviously i imagine your core values aligned um sort of things yeah. like what you want to do in life um and yeah. then it's just it forms that perfect sort of partnership then and i guess you know like any partnership you'll probably bash bash heads from time to time but ultimately you work great as a team right
1: yeah, I would I would try and fight him, but he's like six foot four, so I'm not even gonna bother giving it a go. So yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, what's up.
0: He's six foot four, but have you seen the size of your arms? They're like tree trunks. <laughs> you
1: yeah, you give him a good swing, show, I reckon. They don't do Are all they all. They're they don't just do anything at all, all for sure, mate? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fair <laughs> play. So talk to us a little bit about your uh property networking event you're you're involved in with kevin of a few other people um which is the regional property meet as well
1: yeah so originally we started up in Stalbridge uh with different owners of the business originally um and it was a small networking event that went bigger than we thought and then it kind of doubled out a little bit just due to uh personal things that kicked into place mm-hmm. then it was rebuilt back up again uh with more people involved this time and a lot and uh, some new people involved as well now we've got some guys in there uh, that have just heavily connected like really heavily connected and it's brought this massive circle now and it's it's brilliant it's it's brilliant i like it because i can go there not only for free because it's uh, our event but yeah. the people that i meet there are, are brilliant uh, There's people yep. there that i know regularly there's people there i don't know at all and it gives me the chance to really explore who i am and if i never go to those events i've got businesses with all the owners of the event so i can then go right if i don't make this event at least i know the companies are going to be spoke about in the
0: right way yeah definitely and i you know i um i've been to two of your events now and it's relaunched this year and i've personally got to say that it's uh it's it's a great event and there's some good quality people in the room and i think that's important and you've attracted that your whatsapp groups ace as well so it's uh i'm doing me wrong when you when the whatsapp groups first, first launched it was like chaotic but it's like it's, it's oh, died down oh, a bit yeah. now which is which is good but you know there was like 200 people in the group so there's so much knowledge and experience in the group it's insane okay. so yeah it's 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 a good community isn't it and as you know if you're the host of something it's like um you become this sort of go-to person don't you to be like you're like almost like the connector yeah
1: to be, to be fair like a lot of the, even though like when it comes relating back to property deals yeah. and stuff like that people can come in and- and they bring a deal or bring a property to us. And I can generally yep. just say, look, it's not even worth selling it or renting it. Just speak to this guy about fixing your mortgage or speak to this guy about sorting this out. And then and, and we try and help people that way as well. I mean, a brilliant example of that is just due to our network. Someone like the for that processed for day had an interest rate of 8.7%. And I know that I know someone else that can sort that, that interest rate out and drop it loads if you do certain things beforehand. And it's just gone, right, well, you, you just talk you know, get it get it sorted and then we'll talk again if you want to sell. So you know, that's just all from networking and running networking events and going to the likes of your networking event.
0: Yeah. And um yeah, it's it's that's it. It's it's just a it's just a powerful thing to do, I think. And like yeah, mm-hmm. so you're right, it's not even just about like property itself. It's like who, you know, like you've connected that person. So you, technically by you being that person and knowing people, you save that person like a shit ton of money in the long run just yeah. by getting their interest rate down which is like obviously phenomenal so what's your sir, sir, uh, sort of plans over the next sort of five years like where can you sort of see yourself going Um like do you, can you see yourself opening any other businesses or like where do you see yourself growing with see the different businesses you got going on
1: I think so we'll start with the opening new business I don't think I'll open another business again unless it's like unless it's got really good potential with a lot of people involved in day one however I will buy businesses if the right business comes along I will buy the business and fix the business mm-hmm. then probably flip the business uh do some m and stuff M-M-A. I, I always like the look of it it's amazing I think it you know it's really attractive but it's a complicated world to get into mm-hmm. um I definitely want to become an angel at some point so I want to be the guy that lends money out And, you know, get to return on my investment or be be the investor to people's deals. That's where I'd like to be eventually. Uh, With CPS or Blockland as it runs, I want that to be a franchise business. So we we have franchises in different areas, focusing on different things. Uh, But easy, it's just a matter of growing it to be a really massive online agency. And again, franchising that around the country as well. And with the Airbnb business, it's we want to we're trying to add 10 to 12 alone this year to the Airbnb business. And those figures we're going to double, triple after a couple of years' time because we are just raising finance more and more to get to get involved with more SAs. So it's for me, it's I like the word of financial freedom, but I don't believe in it. But I think for, for me, it's a matter of I want to be helping people when I've got the capital to help them invest in their projects and stuff like that. Brilliant. Do
0: you ever think you'll be the type of person just to like, I guess, once you've got your financial fortress and you have the option to not work or lift a finger again in your life, do you think you'll just continue just to work and do stuff anyway? I guess, obviously, you know you touched on being the angel investor, which wouldn't require too much of your time, I'd imagine. Depends how hands-on you want to be. But or yeah. can you see yourself flying off to the Bahamas for like months at a time?
1: Uh, I, I think I would, yeah, but I don't think my partner would. So I'd like to travel a little bit. I think I'll still be working, but I don't think I'll be working 15 hour days. You know, I don't think that will happen after hit a certain age and certain amount of income. I think it'll be a matter of a project hits the table while I'm sitting over there in Bahamas and work out the numbers and go, right, here's the my thought on it. Here's the money to follow. Let's get started on it. And then I'll back and forth and check it out. But my missus loves a job. I don't think even if I was a multi-billionaire, she would like not want to be she'd want to work yeah, she's, yeah. i've always asked her this and I, I never get it but you know whatever floats about, boat she can uh crack on with it
0: unless you give her a little <laughs> taste of the uh the nomad you know travel life then she's like oh actually this is a it's quite nice
1: <laughs> this is not too bad is
0: it yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> no, that's might that spare ticket for you
0: oh i'll be there all day i do love i do love uh, a bit of traveling <laughs> yeah yeah I don't think my I don't think my partner would be very happily traveling in there for a while without her. She'd you, kill me. No. Brilliant. So just going, you mentioned obviously about the Airbnb. Are you finding yeah. the Airbnb market at the moment um mm. still very buoyant?
1: Oh, it's saturated as anything. It's a nightmare. Mm. It's absolutely saturated. You only find like the odd gem. I think me and Kev, we look at about 10 to 15 properties a week probably more than that and since this year we found one that's actually any good no two that that's been any good and we look at loads um it's it's a great model and it's going to be a great model for a long time until regulations kick in because when something works really well a regulation comes in to to shoot you down it always happens so i think until that regulation kicks in yes it's going to be brilliant I think, however, it's a very oversaturated market from both sources and unprofessional businesses. Because most people I speak to are like done it, been burnt before, done it, been burnt before. That's like 90% of my conversations with vendors. So
0: that's it, isn't I think it? It's pretty, I
1: think.
0: Yeah. On, no, I was gonna say, like, you think you hit the nail on the head to be fair. It's like if you can do it properly, um, which I know you guys do and you can manage it properly and yeah. you can get them. Um it's when you're trying to get some of these deals off some of these landlords, they've unfortunately like you guys have been beaten to by someone who's inexperienced and being inexperienced, not the worst thing because you've got to start somewhere, but it's like, it yeah. was, it was someone who was inexperienced who didn't want to learn and probably just thought about so, just yeah. pure money and it, they didn't want to give the yeah, service absolutely. and it ended obviously bad for, they didn't probably educate themselves and it ended bad for the uh,
1: landlord. Hundred percent. I mean, we we now also because the single unit unit is saturated as anything at the moment. We're also looking at blocks now, so we're looking at leasing whole blocks of people, whether they've just built it, whether they're building it, or it's just it's there. We're happy to lease entire blocks as well as the single units that come through.
0: Mm, And yeah, like I think going back to saturation, actually, like. Like you and I are in a few lot like property WhatsApp groups, and it's just every other day you'll see some going, Oh, looking for blocks. Or, and it's like there's so many, it's quite very competitive, isn't it? She's getting to oh, those yeah. people first. Absolutely insane. Yeah. But so, what would you, what sort of advice would you give to someone who wants to start a business, not doesn't have to necessarily be in property, but is also trying to juggle a job? Like, what would you sort of say to them?
1: Mindset wise, mindset wise, I think always go into everything with the end goal in mind. So again, you are gonna struggle like hell for a while, but don't always look at what everyone else is doing. You, you, it doesn't matter what pace you're doing it at. Just keep your end goal in mind and keep tackling at it. Because at the end of the day, if if you give up, there's a hundred percent chance that it's never gonna happen. So you you've got it. You've got to keep keep prodding along at it and outsource as quick as possible if if you've got the money to outsource because what you're going to do is you'll focus on the 5p tasks when you should be focused on the 50 quid tasks so mm. you know outsource keep the end goal in mind and just don't give up it gets tiring don't give up but keep going but if you're too tired do take a rest because otherwise your body will shut down
0: yeah yeah like, like you said you're having this weekend off aren't you that's rest. exactly
1: what this week I've been in that exact mood, like, oh, I'm terrible. And I'm not performing as good as I should do. So I'm like, right, I think my body's now going, you are tired. Take a rest, come back Monday.
0: Yeah, I think I need to do that to be fair. Yeah, with all these uh 10 pm finish networking events, it's taken its time, I think. <laughs> Absolute nightmare. Cool, that's that's brilliant. No, really two really good tips, actually, and um something that I hear quite often from successful entrepreneurs actually like to those two tips so brilliant um so a closing tradition of the show i ask uh three random questions um Maybe. to my to my guests um so they're, they're they're like quick fire questions so if you can think the first pretty much the first thing that comes into your head yeah that's the best way to answer them so if you knew <laughs> if you knew you was going to die tomorrow, what would be your last meal? Steak. Steak.
1: Mm, what money. sort of steak? Yeah. Any steak. If, if it depends on the budget, if if I've got if I've got the money and someone's paying for me, I'm going top notch T-bone or something like that. Like I'm going tomahawk. You know the expensive stuff. Yeah. But if it's me, I'm going for a ribeye, just medium rare. i mean <laughs>
0: Chips, onion rings.
1: Onion rings, mayonnaise, get some of that pineapple on there, get some, you know, <laughs> even took some roasts on the plate and some chips. I, I'm, I'm all in for a steak. absolutely love a steak. Nice.
0: Yeah, proper solid last meal, That's Best book you've ever read?
1: Best book I've ever read?
0: Mm. Uh, I don't know if you cliché. What was you going to say, Rich Dad for Dad? Yeah. Yeah, it's
1: like uh, everyone it, says. it was the book, The mind. It was so cliche. Like everyone yeah, said, yeah, yeah. I've read, I don't read too many books, in all fairness. I, it's, I can't concentrate. I'm terrible, so I try and read when I can.
0: So, what would you say was most memorable after Richard Dad?
1: I think that I'm I'm literally living my life. I was living my life, going to be poorer and poorer. The, the quadrant was something that really showed up to me. It showed like new businesses, jobs, investing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was not really. And they showed the balance sheets. So I was like, literally, I'm living in a circle of brokenness. that like, mm. This needs to change.
0: Yeah, the quadrant's like the sequel, isn't it? That's a brilliant book that actually not many people talk about, actually. The sequel, the follow up. Mm. So, uh, yeah, no, that's a great shout. One country you never want to visit
1: Egypt, funny enough. Interesting, and why is that? I think because I, I'm on TikTok and I see all the. the When you go by the apparently, where you go by the pyramids, it's it's changed completely. Like, you look behind you, i will be a mackish So, I've heard and there's just litter everywhere, <laughs> and there's people coming over just trying to um, scam you. And as, as my missus will tell you, I can't stand them. They they do my Sweden, they really do my sweet. My message stops at every single one of them, every single one of them, and I don't know full well if like I go to Egypt should be getting a scam left right, a center so it'll rumor holiday.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh don't go to like uh what is it uh France then you know in Paris you got those got those guys by the, the sacre coeur I think it is it's like this big sort of uh, religious sort of lovely look gorgeous building and um there's these guys and they just tried to like grab your wrist and put this shitty bit of string gun and tried to charge you like five oh, euros. Yeah
1: yeah Nick the, the screams Nick Skins Nicole that's what we should do. We went to uh, Rome because we did a cruise, and oh my god, I was getting I was getting so frustrated. Every if I every four seconds, bus journey, bus journey, want some flowers, you want this. Okay, Nick, just keep walking. Come on, keep going. Ignore him, and she's there with her phone hanging out of her back pocket. Going, oh Nick, god. you are terrible. What are you like the worst tourist known to man? a <laughs> oh, big
0: target on on her back.
1: <laughs> oh, she's terrible. She doesn't make me laugh, which is terrible.
0: Don't share this podcast with her.
1: <laughs> I know, she's going to beat me up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, that's brilliant. That was really good answers, actually. So, Jordan, how can people get in contact with you?
1: The best way, uh, I mean, if you drop me a message on Facebook uh, or WhatsApp, Facebook's probably the best route to go with my normal standard profile and message me on there and I'll get back to you as quick as possible. But... Number one tip, I'm a really slow replyer, so if you want to be you know, urgent, ring me, because otherwise I won't answer.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Cool. So, are we okay to leave your number in the show notes?
1: Yeah, go on, and I'll, I'll let you have that. You can have that if you want to.
0: Cool. Okay, brilliant. Um, yeah, thanks for coming on the show. It's been a, it's been a really good episode, and uh, thanks for sharing your journey so far and all your businesses
1: brilliant I've, I've enjoyed it I, I'm starting a lot of this podcast
0: yeah definitely do more reach out to more um, podcast hosts and yeah spread the word of what you're doing all day, all day. get it all out there spread the love brilliant yeah love it cool thanks for coming on I really appreciate it brilliant thank you very much sure. all right that has been the alright talk show we'll be back again soon with another guest ciao for now